Hi, I'm Janice Nightingale, and I've been a property professional since August 2016. My story is about overcoming personal barriers. I was a top financial advisor for most of my career, and making my clients richer as I got poorer, I couldn't even pay attention. Something had to change, and I decided at the age of 46 to start a new career in property. My shattered nerves. The first six months, I cried every day. I could not believe that people could be so hateful. The harder I worked, the worse they were towards me. I had made the decision and nothing was going to stand in my way. I take care of my mother and there was no ways I was going to let her down or myself. My story starts in April 2017 after a routine checkup at the doctor. I was diagnosed with ovarian cancer and told I was going to die. This was not an option. I told the gynecologist this and he told me he practiced honest medicine and I was going to die. I had a full hysterectomy and the tumour was removed. I then went through chemo for every week for a year. And everybody asks me this. Yes, I did lose all my hair everywhere, even my nose hairs, my eyelashes, everywhere. It didn't matter to me. I didn't wear wigs or anything to cover my head. I walked around shoulders back and my bald head showing because that meant I was walking and I was alive and I was breathing. At the same time I started chemo, my mom went crazy, and I mean really crazy. She started walking into my cupboard to go upstairs. Guys, please note, I don't have an upstairs. She would wake me up at four in the morning, every morning of every day, and pull me out of bed to tell me that the people that lived there were going to come home soon and they would find us in their house and we needed to get out. She, was, she would be quite hysterical about it and she would say to me, where's Janice? And I'd say, mom, I am Janice. And she'd say, no, where's little Janice? And so it would go on. It was gut-wrenchingly, heartbreaking, unbearable pain because my mom and I are very close. So I'm sure by now you've guessed my mom had dementia, Louis body dementia to be exact. The neurologist told me, put her in a home, she's done. Well, I would not and could not accept that. So I took her to a few other neurologists and found one that put on a trial medication. In August of 2017, both mom and I got swine flu. I found my mom unresponsive and had to call an ambulance. Because I was going through chemo, I was not allowed to go go with her to hospital. Mom was in hospital for two weeks while I recovered at home alone. But the worst was still to come, worse than chemo. On a Sunday afternoon... At the end of October, still in 2017, I felt a pop in my stomach and then the most unbearable pain. Never have I felt pain like this in my life. I'll go through chemo and a miscarriage at the same time before I'll go through pain like that again. When I went to the bathroom, the pain was excruciating. To cut a very long story short, I was in hospital for over a month before they finally figured out that my bladder had ruptured. I told them it was my bladder when they admitted me, so I'm just saying. I had had problems with my bladder since the hysterectomy. Whilst I was in hospital that month, my stomach was so extended, I looked 18 months pregnant. The procedures I had to undergo were extremely painful. Being in the oncology ward for all that time, I met so many cancer patients there. Many had just been diagnosed, and it was then that I started unofficially counselling. Every person's cancer journey is unique. And when you don't know that or you don't know what could happen or not happen can be very scary. I made lifelong friends in those wards and man alive did we have some good laughs too. 
So after my operation to fix the bladder, I'm in ICU and the doctor comes in and, see, and asks how I am. I say I've got a bit of a headache. He calls for an MRI, a bit of a drama queen, I think. But anyway, the MRI comes back and I have a brain tumor the size of a tennis ball behind my ear. So now this is November 2017, still 2017, and you guys think 2020 was bad. In April 2018, they perform, the, perform a gamma knife radiation on my brain where the local anesthetic is applied to my head and they screw into my brain a frame which holds a really heavy helmet. I'm awake during this whole procedure of screwing the frame into my brain. The frame moves. They tell me it's no big deal, but apparently it's a really big deal because it turns out they radiated my brain in the wrong place and then they also missed the tumor completely. Then they try and take the frame off my head. One screw strips and it wouldn't come out. So they call the maintenance guy from the basement, you know, the guy with the toolbox. He was called in to assist to get the frame off my head. So now you can imagine, this is like a Laurel and Hardy show. And for those of you who don't know Laurel and Hardy, you just know it's hysterical. In August 2018, I started to pass out, fall down, just drop anywhere all the time so they stopped me driving and doing all kinds of things alone which takes away a lot of your independence another mri was done and they found that the tumor had grown i was told that if they touched the tumor surgically i was dead it was like a balloon it would pop and i was gone tickets in fact i could also just drop dead at any moment so how to put the fear of god in someone my biggest fear was not dying my biggest fear was leaving my mother and my animals alone. My mother is totally dependent on me and we are really close. And I just could not bear to leave her alone. The doctors wanted to, do, wanted to do gamma knife radiation again. After the previous shenanigans, I thought I had better get another opinion. So thankfully, my partner and I found an awesome neurosurgeon who explained to me that the previous neurosurgeon should never have radiated at all, never mind attempt to do it twice. In January 2019, most of the tumour was removed. And as you can tell, I did survive the procedure. The tumour will grow back, but for now it's under control. And let me tell you about my mom today. Her memory is better than mine. The neurologist can't explain how this happened and that it's unheard of, but somehow I have my mother back. So to recap, I started a new career in 20, August 2016 and I was told not to work from April 2017 to March 2020. So how did I become a full status NQF4 and NQF5 qualified property professional? Well, firstly, I don't ever do what I'm told. Secondly, I believe in miracles. Look at 2017. Some may say I had a very bad year. I say three miracles in one year alone. My ovarian cancer was diagnosed by accident. My brain tumor was diagnosed by accident. And I got my mother back from dementia. Thirdly, life is so short it can be taken away from you just like that. I've learned that you have no control over certain things. And what you have control over, there is no point stressing over. So just don't. It's pointless exercise and a waste of energy. It's not what happens to you that matters. It's how you deal with what happens to you that matters. Change what you can and give it everything you've got. I work really hard and when, even when going through chemo, I would source properties, trade, I trained an intern to do the legwork for me. I continued to learn and upskill myself. I would go out on appointments 
when I knew I was not supposed to work. When they stopped me driving, I made a plan and I got a driver. At one point, I lost 40 kilograms in one year and I was so weak. It was quite funny as I think back on this one listing appointment. <laughs> this home had the largest flight of stairs, or so it seemed to me at the time. And I, I had to keep on making up stories and, and turning to my stella as we were climbing up these stairs so that I could stop and turn and chat to him because I just, I didn't have the strength to climb the stairs. Um, and I was just too ashamed to let him know, know my weakness. I put in long hours because I know I've got a lot of time that I have to make up for. But it's not a problem for me because I love what I do. My reputation is everything. Outstanding service is everything. Building relationships is everything. I keep in contact with my clients, even those from those early days from the other agency. And those, those clients have followed me. Some are in Canada, in the UK, and even in Switzerland. I am their realtor for life. And I don't just sell real estate. I'm a problem solver and I have various resources at hand for most situations. And most of all, I genuinely care. I'm truly blessed right now to be running my business on referrals alone. But that doesn't stop me from still putting in all the hard work. The biggest lesson I've learned from all of this is to look for the miracles and laugh. And when they don't appear, just look for them because somewhere in the midst of the chaos, you will find the miracles. Thanks for taking the time to listen to my story.